Hey everyone. I'm happy and I know it. Uh, I hope you enjoyed last week's podcast, which was on joy. I heard someone once say, hey, you know, if you really have the joy of the Lord, you should notify your face. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so anyway, I'm here. I'm happy today because yes, Jesus loves me. This I know in spite of, uh, he loves me as who I am right now, not just, you know, who I think I need to be. And anyway, I'm uh, also happy today because uh, Emily Neal's here for Q&A with Emily. So hi, Emily. Hey, it's great yeah. to be here. It is. It's always fun. It's a. It's the lowest stress, uh, lowest oh, lowest way just to uh, share from the heart uh, and just respond. Emily today, just so you know, friends, she just drove over, arrived, walked straight into the recording room, and I just said, whatever you want to ask me, I'm ready to go. So that's the time. So let me pray, and then we'll get started. Okay. Father, thank you so much for life. We thank you for your word and um, these wonderful truths that we've been talking about even in recent weeks about your love and, and other things too. And I pray that today would be a fun and yet meaningful, uplifting time for everybody uh, we pray for each other that you use this to encourage and build us all up, to love you more and to reach the lost for Christ. And we ask it in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen, amen, amen. amen. Yes. Do it, Lord. Okay. What do, what do you got today? All right. Well, we are celebrating a very uh, special day today. I mm-hmm. don't know if you know this, but mm-hmm. last year, the, our very first podcast episode was released on a big day because it was my birthday. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. Okay. okay. <laughs> and here we are. We're recording this one year later. It's actually the day after my wow. birthday now. Okay. Awesome. But uh, this episode will come out next week. Um, but that's okay. how I remember the day. Wow. Okay. It was easy for me to remember. But so, yeah. um, so this will kind of be our first episode of year two wow. of the podcast, wow. which is pretty exciting. Congratulations yeah. for doing this for an entire year. <laughs> well, it would never happen. Uh, without Emily, everyone, just so you know, she she uh, came onto our team and said right away, oh, you have got to do this. Little did she know that that was a conviction that I'd had, is that we have to not just resource people, but try and feed and encourage along the way. So thank you, Emily. Yeah, you know, for, well, you know, we've had you know. Um, challenging weeks and we've had really fun weeks yeah. and we've learned a lot this past year. Mm-hmm. And um, when we started the podcast, it was, you know, just the beginning of the pandemic right. and going in, into lockdown. So the year has kind of coincided with another exactly. journey that we've been on, which right. is the pandemic journey. Right. So I wanted to talk about the past year uh-huh. um, sort of in general. So whether that applies to the podcast or to, uh, you know, the pandemic and the changes sure. that have happened in society. Right. But this past year has been pretty um, Huge. monumental. Yeah. So you can just think of the questions I'm going to ask you sure. in those terms. Okay. But the first question I wanted to ask you, uh-huh. just as you think back about the last year, yeah. what what's your biggest takeaway? And there could be more than one, but like, what what's just your takeaway as you yeah. look at the last year? I, I've said this to you. I've said this on the podcast. I say it pretty much everywhere I go. It's amazing uh, to me that something happened uh, that got God's people to stop meeting. And mm-hmm. uh, it's not saying that it was wrong, or I'm not commenting on any of that stuff, but my point is that something happened in the world mm-hmm. that got millions of people that regularly would assemble together uh, for genuine fellowship and encouragement. Something happened that got them to not only cease, but to permanently, or at least for the long term, 
to change the way that they interact with each other. As as many studies have said, and as we're seeing, that even post quote pandemic, that mm-hmm. many people will not return. Uh, to local fellowships, and that is that is, uh, w- I think, one year from now, three years from now, that'll still be like mm-hmm. really significant. And we don't really know the impact. Uh, we don't really understand the power of when God's people assemble. We don't understand how it affects society. We don't understand how it affects the way that things happen. What prayers happen? We we just don't get. We don't understand. We don't see that. But that's definitely the most intriguing thing to me. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's been a lot, as you know, a lot of things that have happened in right. the world, uh, but that one is still a really, really huge one um, mm-hmm. for sure. And there are many ones, but that's definitely the one that is probably my unique perspective that okay. I don't hear people talk about very much. Right, yeah. right. Yeah. I mean, yeah. wow. It's like you said, it'll be so interesting to yeah. see a year from now, two years from now, right? Um, how the church is impacted and right. Right. How if we if we go back to norm you know what we would have considered normal or not we don't know right but, um, right that's true yeah and and is it bad I mean of right, course right. of course I would say of course God wants His people to assemble but but maybe He's restructuring you know one thing that I unashamedly will say even publicly is mm-hmm. that we that is we uh, when I say we I'm talking about we in the West the American Church specifically uh, clearly aren't getting it done. I just, I, we're just not. And if we would humble ourselves and admit that, I mean, wouldn't it be amazing if in our churches we, we would be able to get up on stage and on the platform and say, we're just crying out to God because we just know that mm-hmm. we're really not bringing people, we're not seeing our community transformed around us. We don't really have a plan right now. We just need to pray, but we're not getting it done. Mm-hmm. And and uh, maybe, who knows what the future, maybe there's persecution, maybe our churches will be empty, maybe God will restructure. I don't know, but um, only only God knows the real uh, bigger picture. But mm-hmm. n- no doubt about it, something significant happened in the last year for the local church and for the church in America and the world. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 So when you think about the last year, what's a really special memory? Oh, oh, um well, I think like many people, they would say, you know, possibly being home with their family. Um, for me, it was the same. We have eight kids, mm-hmm. and there was a good chunk where we were all together at the start, which was really crazy. We were all trying to figure right. out what what's going on, and and we were like, you know, if, if their package came, I don't know if you guys remember, but you know, if a package came in the mail, it's like, don't touch it, you know, like, <laughs> you know, like, like we had no clue, and then and then and everything kept changing. Like, you don't need to wear a mask, you do need to wear a mask, right. and and then you know you can do this, and you know, there's a run on the toilet paper, and there's all these things, but um, I think probably. The most significant special memory came over Christmas, where again we were all huddled at home, and uh, my daughter—I th- can't remember if it was which one first—but one of our family got diagnosed, and, and Hannah, the oldest, so we're like, "Okay, down to the basement you go. You have to be down there all by yourself." <laughs> and, and then we kept on doing research, and then my oldest son was like, "If she's got it, we've got it. Let's just get over it, right. you know." And so after quarantining her for like I don't know how many days. We finally, I just came to the conclusion like, oh, and then I think my wife was not able to smell. So then we knew, right. okay, you know, Rachel's got it. And and so then I'm like, all right, go get her. And everyone got all excited because it was like, if we have it, we have it. We're right. not going to quarantine. So it was like this big, um, big emotional event to go tell Hannah, come up from the dungeon. Oh, 
then, um, so then we continued on with life as a family. So that was kind of a cool memory. Yeah, actually. it's crazy to think about just the super overreaction a yeah. year ago compared to now. Yeah, you know? right. Because it's still a virus. You know, there's all these debates everywhere. Um, and when I say overreaction, I mean things like the toilet paper oh, and yeah, the water sure, and sure. all the, you know. And you don't know. I mean, no one knew, especially right. at the beginning. It was like, I mean, even like you've said before, the podcast, we thought this would just be a quick, you know. Yeah, 30 days. 30 we'll days. <laughs> we got to do one every day before the pandemic ends. I remember having those talks. And we're like, well, let's just try once a week. And now it's like a year later. And Right. Um, but it's still definitely an issue. I, I saw a lady the other day in public. I started talking to this lady. And she told me she had not been out of her house for one year, and she wow. this was it just happened to be her first time, and she was actually um, like at a gym, like at the wow. athletic, and um, anyway, so just talking with her and different perspectives, and but one thing in all this, I this is a classic MT statement, but uh, people are precious, and regardless mm-hmm. of their views, and some are more concerned than others, and some have this view and that, and. But at the end of the day, all these diverse people, all these diverse opinions, uh, people are beautiful and precious. Mm -hmm. And I definitely have a lot of compassion on people like this lady, single lady. She's in her 50s. Right. And just alone. She said, I never used to do this. You know, I I gained all this weight. I've just been sitting still Mm -hmm. and I've just been alone. I never used to watch TV. And now, and I asked her what shows and she just like, she just had them all. She's just like my whole life changed, you know. Mm-hmm. So those are some of the costs that sometimes we don't realize that people mm-hmm. have paid, you know, price people have paid in the last year. Yeah. So, oh man, it gives you so much compassion for people, oh, doesn't it? Totally, totally. So, yeah. how are you different now than you were one year ago? Like you, as a person, yeah, not in your work, but just yeah, looking inside yourself. I'm a quieter, more content person, hmm. more resolute person. Uh, I feel like I have. And this sounds like I'm patting myself. That's not what I'm like. I'm wonderful, but I feel like I'm a more deep hmm. well than I was um, because I, most of my life in, in the history of our ministry, it's like success comes so easy. Everything just falls into place and funding, workers, projects, impact, uh, whether it was sports, you know, it was just like a, it's like this. In the last year, it was just a, well, even in my own nation, I felt like this. Wow, we're like totally losing. We're mm. just a loser country right now, you know. And then in ministry, there's all sorts of setbacks and challenges, and there were joys along the way. But all that drama had a deep. And then you have time to think about it because you're not traveling. I haven't mm-hmm. I haven't traveled internationally in over a year now, mm-hmm. and so that and all the meetings and the conferences and events, all that stuff just stops. And yes, you keep working. I, in fact, I worked harder, but it was different. It was definitely mm-hmm. different. And that, uh, yeah, that had a deepening effect. I trust the Lord more now. I'm, I'm, more, mm-hmm. I'm more stoked about who he is and the fact that the whole world is in his hands. Mm-hmm. I'm more excited that, hey, no matter what goes on in this world, I'm really more in tune to what I've always said and believed, but now it's more real that he really is all I have. You know, mm-hmm. so I really genuinely feel like that in a more real way because I've gotten closer, and I haven't had these big, huge losses. Mm-hmm. Um, but it gets scary enough that you realize, you know, right. anything can go. I had a dream the other day that um, uh, it doesn't really matter all the specifics, but basically, kind of like everything fell apart, and our family had to run for our lives, and there was chaos everywhere. And one of my sons happened to be David, who's 
I'm not sure how old, 12 years old, I think. I don't know. But he, I just looked over at him as we were running and he was just weeping. Mm. And it was so like heartbreaking for me. And it was just a dream, but it made me realize mm. how fragile, like that could happen. You know, mm-hmm. things could happen today. And so I find myself much so- more sober person than I was where I was just blissfully, you know, mm. you know, leaping through life, so to speak. So. Mm. Yeah. Well, you talked about the woman you met and all the Netflix shows she'd watched. Yeah, yeah. I, I sometimes joke that 2020 was like the big excuse to do, <laughs> whether it was for me, I ate way too many cookies and I <laughs> sat in the Starbucks line way too many times because yeah. I deserve it. We're in a pandemic. Yeah, you know? yeah. Did you find you had any coping mechanisms that maybe you're trying yeah. to reverse now that weren't so great? Um. I, it's funny because I was talking to this lady about it, and I kind of went the opposite direction and got like super healthy last year. It's okay. kind of interesting. So that was a positive. I just ate healthy. I had a rhythm. I wasn't traveling. I was exercising all the time. So that was kind of a cool life change. Um, as far as habits that I wanted to break or coping mechanisms that I'm like, ah, um, one of them I sh- <laughs> I'll share this for fun, but um, the 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 one of the things of this last year has been this silly video game. That's called Rocket League. If anyone out there knows these games, but it's basically soccer with cars. That's about easiest okay. way. But we come to find out it's this massive thing. Hundreds of thousands of people that that play this game. And if you go online, it'll tell you there's a hundred some thousand people playing right now. And wow. my son, my oldest son Stephen and I played my two younger sons, and they would beat us consistently. And we we're like, that is crazy. We always beat them. But the more we played, the more we lost. And it got to the point where the whole family, I think minus maybe my wife or someone, said, Dad, there's no way you'll ever beat. I was like, what are the odds? They're like, there is no chance, literally 1%. I said, in the entire next decade. And they said, no. So I said, I have to teach you a lesson about <laughs> dreams, goals, tenacity, success. And I said, I want to teach you about persistence, about learning. And and then left him alone. And then Stephen, my oldest son, and I, we just quietly went into training. And so, like, <laughs> literally this whole last year, literally, uh, especially starting in, in July, we started training. And we've just gotten to the point now, just as the pandemic seems to be loosening, Stephen and I are gotten to the point where, where we know that we have reached the level that we're going to beat them. Okay. <laughs> so so that will end. And I'm I'm looking forward to ending that grind of training. <laughs> it's so funny. But we really are excited and I'll be sure to let everyone know. And when it happens, the the deal is the boys have to put a sign in their room that says dreams, goals, tenacity, success. Okay. And Steven and I told them I will go out and buy you a steak dinner. We're gonna go celebrate. Oh nice. So that's been like months that we've been, you know, so that's kind of the... So do you have like a, you know, like a fitness app, but it's for your Rocket League <laughs> to track well, your, your believe training? Well, believe it or not, we kind of do. We kind of do. If you would pro- you're probably not surprised, but we do have like a whole system that we developed oh and there's goodness. training and we rank, we, we measure our... That's how we know that we're close because we've been measuring and... Hilarious. It really is funny. and uh, but But to answer your earlier point... Sometimes I'd be training, I'd be like, why am I doing that? Like, this is this wasting my time? I'm like, no, it's good recreation, recreation. It's good for me to blow off steam. And um, at the same time, I was, I have had it in my point, well, and it's a pandemic. What else am I going to be doing? Right, you know, that right. kind of thing. So it's been, a, it'll always be like lifetime memory. And it's something I know our family will never forget. That's how much drama is That's built awesome. around this thing. So That's awesome. Yeah. All so. right. Well, before I ask you the last question, yeah. I did just want to take a second and just thank all the people who've listened with us this past year. And yeah. we've loved getting your feedback. It's so fun yeah, it is. to hear from our listeners and, mm-hmm. and, you know, people that, 
um, our friends of yours, Michael, and then people that are brand new and just finding out about us. And um, we would just ask, you know, if you could just share the podcast with your friends, that's super helpful. Mm -hmm. Um, We, you know, we just love being able to interact with you guys. And yeah, Yeah. I don't know if you have anything else to say about that. Well, I've said this before, but this podcast isn't really built for entertainment. Hopefully, you know, it's fun to listen to, but I've always said that our goal is that it be like a discipline in your life. Right. And that as you kind of hear that you're personally encouraged and built up to love God and to reach people. And part of doing reaching people is promoting this and other resources that fuel right. people forward, you know, in their walk with God. So when you share it, for example, for you to see it as, oh, this is like a ministry. This is a way for me to like you know, strengthen other people, strengthen mm-hmm. and strengthen the podcast. So, so it is, a, it is, a, it is appreciated when people do that because it matters for the kingdom. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Okay. Well, my last question, um, what's something that changed for you this past year that you want to carry forward? So it's a yeah. way you've started doing some things differently or thinking differently yeah. or just whatever. You don't want to go back to the old way. You want to, you want to keep moving forward with that. You want to carry it forward. Yeah, that's an awesome question. Um, there's many things, but I'll, I'll just say the ministry one, and that is uh, grab onto and never let go of the mission and be completely open-handed with the method. Okay. And I've always said that, but mm-hmm. that, but when push comes to shove, it's like, yeah, but we have to have a building or we have mm-hmm. to have a staff that's local and mm-hmm. we have to, you know, these kind of things. And um, and we have to pound everyone to be in the building all day long, you know, those mm. kind of things. And so there's some serious uh, changes in my thinking that I said, I don't want to go back to just filling people in a building nine to five. I actually right. do see the value of remote and we've, I, I'll never go back to uh, going, you know, a month without talking to people internationally. I mean, I, I, th- I was thinking yesterday, I was just in a wall of meetings, but there are people from all over the world all day long. Mm-hmm. I was thinking that's a new thing that I, yeah. and I'm super into that. And, and uh, so I'm, I'm really, and I felt like God has always been kind of whispering into my heart, be who you are and do what I've called you to do and trust uh, the calling on your heart more than the method that you thought was going to be the way that mm. things had to get done. So yeah, yeah. So that's liberating. That's super liberating. Yeah. I just feel like I'm just going to do the mission. Just do the mission. Just reach people. You know, <laughs> rally people to reach people. And yeah, the world has gotten so, smaller. Yeah, uh, over this last year, just the way we think about. Yeah. You know, we don't have the, these obstacles anymore to, we want to communicate with people, yeah. you know, yeah. on the other side of the world. Yeah, it's yeah. easy, Zoom. We just all get together. Yeah. It's been cool. It's funny because uh, this is probably the coolest, most profound thing I'll say on this podcast Okay, <laughs> uh, for the day, is that we think that COVID slowed the world down, uh-huh. but actually it, it really sped things up. Interesting. And yeah. and I think in terms of the kingdom, and I'm not the guy that says, Jesus, this is the end. You know, the Bible teaches us we don't know, but I definitely have a sense that there was an acceleration mm-hmm. of some pretty significant things in the bigger picture of what God's doing in the mm-hmm. world. And so even though COVID slowed us all down, it, um, something got sped up, you know, and put into motion that's not, we're not going back. So that's cool. I'm excited about that. It's a little scary, but can you imagine how scary it'd be if you didn't know Christ? Mm-hmm. So, right. um, Anyways, so that's probably the big thing for me. Yeah. 
Yeah. Well, that was fun, and believe it or not, to our listeners, we don't we don't talk about this at all. No. We're, and you're so good; you've just oh. got an answer for everything. So it's fun to talk to you about yeah. this stuff. So cool. Well, thank you. Well, let me just uh, close out and and prayer, and that'll be it for today. Okay. God, we uh, I know we've just talked a little bit today about my specific thoughts and and my specific story, but there are stories there are billions of stories of lives that have been impacted around the world, uh, patterns of life that have changed and and societies that have changed, not just from COVID, but even some of the other major events in the world. And, and through it all, you have always been there. And uh, you were there when we were lonely or when we were uh, like idle or just sitting for those that were just uh, feeling lost and helpless. Um, you, you've been there and you're so awesome. We thank you today for your love for all humanity. Mm-hmm. We thank you that you care and that you love people, um, that you want them all to, to know you. And God, we get so caught up in so many things, but when all is said and done, it's become so clear that the world is a fragile place, mm-hmm. that life is short, and that you really are the only hope for our lives and for this world. And so we do pray once again that you would just help us to simply uh, to walk in love with you, to love people, and to allow our lives uh, to count and to matter. And we pray for everyday believers all around the world that they would love you more and they'd be quickened to see how important it is that we bring this message, not just some religion, but a true practical life and eternity saving message of hope and love to the lost world. Help us, we all. I pray we, you'd help us all in that. Mm-hmm. Um, and we ask it as always in Jesus' wonderful name. Amen. Amen. Hey, I want to pray for one last thing, completely off the subject, but it's on my mind. For for if anyone follows the news, I hope you do at mnnonline.org. But um, uh, Chad, mm-hmm. the, the there had political turmoil this Monday. We were praying for the country, and then a couple days later, their president is dead because mm. he went out to the front lines wow. of a battle Amazing. and got killed. You know, Incredible. and so we have workers there, and there's things that have to shut down. It's the whole routine of now a country's unstable. What do you do, kind of thing? Mm-hmm. So, God, we we all unite once again to pray for the country of Chad, and we pray, God, that you would bring peace, and that you would, uh, as you taught us to pray for those that are in authority, that we might live peaceful and godly lives. We pray for peace, and um, for your work to be advanced in this precious country in the middle of Africa. Mm -hmm. We commit this country into your hands today. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Well, thank you all. Have a blessed day, and thank you, Emily. It's been fun. Yeah, thanks, friends. Bye. Okay, bye.